Welcome to Common Sense Leadership Podcast with your host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Common Sense Leadership is an influencer podcast that will make you think, laugh, and act. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe and tell a friend to also listen and subscribe. Now, let's join our host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Hi, good morning, and welcome to February, the first Friday in February. This is Black History Month, and we are extremely excited about our theme for the month. We're not looking at past heroes. We're building upon their legacy. Our theme for this month is making history is our ancestors legacy. Making history is our ancestors legacy. And I thought there's no better person that I like to start the month off than my dear, dear friend, Dr. Valerie Daniels Carter. I have known Val very closely and I noticed I'm taking a liberty there for the last 25 years when I was in Milwaukee, lived there. uh, My job took me there. That family took me in and we have been close ever since. And I wanted her to come on. I wanted her to share her leadership journey. She's an entrepreneur. She shares, carries many, many hats. And I wanted her to share that with you. So Val, welcome. Oh, it is my joy to be with you. How are you doing, Diane? I am doing well. I am doing well. I want to jump right in. Uh, but guys, before I have her tell her leadership story, I want to tell a little story about her. So when I first got to Milwaukee, I'm doing fine. Doing So I go to go to their church, Holy Redeemer, which I love. Uh, my bishop at that time said, go to this church. So I went there. And the first time I got there, they just embraced me. And you know you're in when you go to the family house for dinner after church. And let me tell you, they put on a spread. And so I went and Val just just welcomed me to her home. And that's the way the Daniels are. And so I wanted her to be on to not only tell you about her business interests, but also some of her passions and what drives her. So Val, if you would, would you share your leadership journey? Well, absolutely. And first of all, thank you for doing this for so many people because it is so sorely needed and it's just amazing how we don't even realize uh, the level of connectivity that we need in order to be able to navigate through this season. So, you know, my journey is a a ball of a whole lot of stuff, uh, but it's all good and exciting and I'm grateful for the journey that the Lord has given to me. And for many of you that may not know exactly all the dynamics of my life, just understand, Diane knows this, wherever I fit in, I get in. So uh, it's all good. But I I started my journey uh, after college, uh, working in financial industry, uh, managing banks and, and working for MGIC Investment Corporation and just enjoying the financial platform. And I decided that I wanted to launch uh, a business initiative and started in franchising and began to grow my franchise base and uh, added multiple brands in multiple states and just continue to expand upon the platform of growth. Um, and then I had the opportunity to uh, reach out and become an individual that also could support other businesses uh, as they navigated through starting their companies and their organizations. So it's been a great journey. The Lord has been faithful to me. Um, So I took a moment several years back, wrote a book about how I started my career and the passion that it took in order for me to do what I needed to do and stay uh, true to the task because it's one thing to start It's another thing to stay true to the task and continue and finish and try to get to another point and another level. 
So as you can imagine, uh, being in franchising uh, back when I started in 1982, uh, I won't tell many people that, but it almost 40 years ago doesn't seem that long ago. Um, but uh, starting, there there were no female African-American women per se in that industry. It was a dominated um, field by white males. Uh, still to this day, it is, to be honest with you. Uh, so not only did you have a very limited amount of uh, females, if any, um, and you had none really at what we considered uh, a global broad level, and you didn't have any African-American females uh, really navigating through that, 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 that time. So you go into corporate uh, meetings and things of that nature, and they assume you're coming in there to uh, you know serve them. And uh, you sit down at the table and everybody's looking around the room wondering, what are you doing around this table? So we got through all of that. But to, to be honest with you, for me, even to get into franchising took a two to three year journey because um, people don't take your uh, business serious like you take it serious. And they just think they can just kind of brisk you off and move on, but not me. And I share this story I, in the book that I wrote, Your Business is His Business. It's Where Destiny Takes You. That's uh, a book I authored about how I got started in business. And uh, you got to read the book. I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but uh, I had to uh, pull a gun uh, on uh, a group of hunters in order to get their attention. But I got their attention. That, and that was the key thing. And after I got their attention, I, I don't think I've looked back since that day. Uh, but it is a great story. It is a true story, uh, one of diligence, one of commitment, one that I share with young entrepreneurs. And I love uh, engaging with young entrepreneurs because I see them coming in all excited, all energetic. They think they smart. They got all the answers. They don't know. Life's getting ready to beat their tail. And they got to be able to understand how to stand up when they're getting whooped down. And so I challenge and, and push and motivate them, uh, try to help them to understand you are an influencer. You can dictate and change things, but you got to be in a position to do it and you have to deliver it with excellence. So the journey of my life is called is kind of multifaceted, uh, multitask, uh, multifaceted. Uh, the Lord has blessed me. I'm I sit now uh, in a position where I can really now offer intergenerational transfer, history, knowledge, and experience to other uh, up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Wow. Wow, Val. That is fabulous. And I love that you shared that. But a couple of things I do want to remind the audience that Val did not tell you is that I think it was, in, and correct me if I'm wrong, Val, it was during the Obama administration uh, your company, your holdings, you were the largest black employer in the country. And today yeah. you are, I think, in the top three or four bl largest black employers in the country. That's not easy at all. Yeah, we, because as we're we, dealing we, with people. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. As you're as you're dealing with all these people, not only you talked about some of the challenges that you face just breaking into that. Can you share with us just a little bit more around some of the challenges that you face, even just employ being an employer? <laughs> and I got to tell you, uh, I've all, I've never been afraid to employ in our neighborhood and in, in the environment that I've operated in. There have been a lot of operators that 
absolutely would not want to employ individuals within our neighborhoods because they didn't know how to communicate properly with them uh, or they don't know how to embrace the lifestyle and, and the environments that some people come from. Some people are coming from very challenging backgrounds and all they need is a little love, a hand up and somebody to believe in them. And that's one of the things hopefully I pride myself in, Diane, is having the ability to embrace others and to allow them to see their potential and their growth. This is a true story. There's a young man and um, he, was with his, he lived with his mom and he had several brothers and sisters and it was a single parent home and they did not have wherewithal to, to really uh, make it from day to day. And this young man, we hired him in the restaurant and he was working very hard. He was uh, asking for hours all the time. And I kept saying, why is he asking for so many hours? But he was really trying to assist his mother in taking care of his brothers and sisters. And um, he would work day and night. and one day I came in to the restaurant and there, there were cheeseburger wrappers all in the freezer. And I said, wow, okay, somebody's in here eating cheeseburgers. Let's find out what's going on. Y'all know if y'all eat the profit, I can't give you what you eat. And so we, we had a good time. And so I went around the restaurant. I says, okay, somebody tell me what's going on. Is somebody hungry? Let's deal with your hunger if you're hungry. But he had so much pride that he did not want to admit what was going on. And I said, you, you guys know we can't have any stilling in the restaurant. I said, you know, if you need something, let me know and I'll help you. And so the day went on, the day went on. And uh, I said, I need to know who's, you know, um, not holding up the standard here at the restaurant. And no one would, would rat on it. And so that evening he came to me and he said to me, he said, Mrs. Carter, he says, I'm the one that was in the freezer eating the cheeseburgers. He said, I was so hungry. And he said, I just needed to get some energy and I apologize. He says, but I'll try to repay you for what I ate. He says, well, please don't fire me. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? I would never fire you for being hungry. I said, always remember that communication and relationship is important. And if you tell somebody where you are, they can help you to navigate and get to where you need to be. He says, I'm working so hard to try to help my mother take care of my sisters and my brothers. And he, he says, you just don't understand. I said, you'd be amazed what I may understand. Don't ever assume a person doesn't understand what you're going through. And so I, I looked at him and I said, you know what? I said, eventually you're going to pay me for those hamburgers. I said, I'm, I would never fire you. I'll always make sure you have something to eat. I said, but more than, more importantly, I want you to know that what you're doing to support your family, to me, is just huge. And so to that young man worked believe it or not, worked for me for over 37 years. And we had a phenomenal relationship. He ended up running one of my highest volume restaurants. He ended up really navigating and being able not only to get married and have children and take care of his family and things of that nature. So you never know, even at the infancy of life, how you're seeding into somebody's destiny. And so to me, when I look back over my life, Diane, and I see the stories of individuals that I've worked with and, and what they've been able to accomplish over life, that is what gives me the greatest level of joy I could ever have. Oh, now see, I'm drawn in. I'm drawn in. You got me. You hooked me. What I was going <laughs> to ask you, uh, or at least uh, have you to talk a little bit more about, about is you talked a little bit about, you know, this guy coming up in your company, but you also work with young people that are in your franchises 
get an education. Some people don't even have their GED. And there's a there's an initiative that you and Bishop Daniels have going to help mobilize people to lift them up and to empower them. So uh, I'm gonna segue into asking you, we kind of know you're passionate just a little bit about what you're doing, <laughs> but will you say just a little bit more about your passions? Not only do you have passions for your business and the things that you're doing through your business, but talk about some of your other life passions. Well, you know, I, I do. Our, our church is very committed to education, as many of you know, or may not know, but we have multiple schools on campus and I support each and every one of those initiatives. In addition to that, um, a, a few, several years back, uh, I built a school in Africa uh, for um, orphans that parents had died from AIDS. And so uh, that school houses about 750 kids and uh, we continue to support the initiatives of that school. And most recently, we are now engaged in a T-Lab program with an organization in Michigan, where our goal is to educate several thousand uh, youngsters in Kenya, Africa. Over the last four years, um, I have assisted in developing and growing and mentoring and seeding into 905 women uh, in business in Africa, all kinds of businesses. So four years, I've developed a program that they follow. And once they graduate from that program, then we see capital into their business. And it's really been there to teach them to expand not only their ability to, to, to grow and, and have wherewithal, but for them to share. So it was a, a woman build a woman. So after 18 months and they're doing well, then they reach back and grab another woman to get started in business. So we've been able to now uh, have over 900 women start in that um, economic program to develop and grow their business. So the linchpin now is into education. We have three orphanages in Africa that we support. And we have some phenomenally talented students over there. And so we're networking with U.S. teachers on, on the U.S. side with them. And we're going to educate these young people and give them all the tools that they need in order to be successful because education is so close and so dear to my heart. So when you see some of the initiatives that I'm doing, the funding for those initiatives, it's coming really from my heart to really be able to seed back into life. And uh, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, ha I'm having a good time. Uh, Bishop is, is, you know, just a phenomenal educator himself. He started educating kids uh, before we even built our church, we built the school. So that's uh, kind of the path that we've taken as it relates to education. And it is so near and dear to us. Uh, thank you, Val. And you know what you did was you really showed the interconnectivity of entrepreneurship and being a successful uh, businesswoman and connecting that to giving back. And so many times people look at, I wanna be an entrepreneur, I wanna have my own business to make a lot of money or to get a car or to this or to that. What you've shown us is how having that business and also having a destiny and a purpose in mind allows us to connect to things greater. So I wanna ask you two questions and then I'm gonna let you go because I know you're running a massive empire. Okay, no if problem. you would give us two calls to action, a call to action that you would give to individuals and then after that, I'm gonna ask you to give us a call to action for organizations, whatever that organization might be. So if you would, a call to action for individuals and then one for organizations. 
Well, my call to action for individuals is really quite simple. Define who you are very clearly, execute against it, and don't uh, allow anyone to allow you to be moved from what you know God has destined for you. Be relentless about it, drive, move forward, be an influencer, be a change agent, and then allow yourself to embrace others. So that call to action for me is really very, very defined. Call to actions for organizations. Die, we're living in a, a period of time we've never experienced before. Businesses like never before have uh, challenges and, and they're adjusting and readjusting day upon day. You think you're going to wake up and, and the plan's going to be uh, one way today and it ends up being something totally different. Understand that you have the power to win. And, and I got to tell you that because every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. I do have a podcast called Power to Win. And that podcast deals with motivating and encouraging people to stay ta on task, to stay focused, to, you know, and, and self-motivation is not easy. A lot of times people say, well, just motivate yourself. You know, and they, they, they want you to just, just be encouraged. It's easy to say be encouraged, but somebody's got to help me be encouraged, you know. And so understanding how to keep yourself up and how to keep yourself positive and, and pumped. And, and sometimes you even have to sit back and just breathe and sigh. And then you have to tell yourself, get up, girl, go, move, make it happen. And you got to slap yourself. And sometimes you have to do crazy things. So my, my, my challenge uh, to businesses would be make sure you are very clear on what you need in order to continue to survive and the relationships that you need. You said something that's real important. People don't realize this. Money can be here today. It'll be gone tomorrow. But relationships are everlasting and connectivity is everlasting and building and growing and developing one another is something that's so critically important for survival. And so we want to live just beyond today. We want to live in the future and we want to live in the destiny that God has for us. And then probably in closing, I got to make sure I let you guys know I got my new book out. It, it's from Pandemic to Promise. I, I got to show um, you guys that even during this pandemic, I've allowed myself to challenge individuals to understand the need to know that the promise is coming. And that we're not stuck, you know, in a place where we won't be a uh, survivor. We will survive. You know what? I was going to plug your stuff anyway. So <laughs> thank you so, so much, Val. I'm going to I'm going to allow you a parting word uh, after I give this plug for you. But I want to have you to give the last word. But guys, I want to thank you for joining us today. And I tell you, when I selected the theme for this month, this is Black History Month. And when I selected the theme, making history is our ancestors legacy. This woman is what we're talking about, making history, not necessarily looking back to try and think about what used to happen. There are positive things going on right now today. There are people changing our communities all around us. Uh, you will have information on our website about Val's, both of her books and a link to her podcast so that you can log in, can check in with her and you can get that motivation that she's sharing. As you can tell, she's got a lot of energy around what she's talking about because she's very passionate about it. One other tidbit I wanna share with you, when you talk about making history, we just saw the first woman of color and the first woman and woman of color elected and inaugurated as our vice president, Kamala Harris. That was monumental for all women and all people of color. But I also wanted to make note 
that Dr. Valerie Daniels Carter is also a member of the board of directors for the Green Bay Packers. Our condolences go out to them. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) But she's also, she did not say it, but she's also a minority owner of the Milwaukee Bucks basketball team. And so when you think about where you can go, never feel like you are limited because you are a woman or because you are black. Always look at where you want to go. Dr. Carter has brought us along her journey, the twists and the turns. She has remained anchored in her faith. And I love it when women of faith are comfortable and confident enough in their faith to tell you, I'm a woman of faith and this is what I'm doing. And I love that about her. So I wanted to make sure that you were aware of that. There'll be more about her on our website. We'll have both of her books, a link to her website, and we'll also put a link to her staff. So if you want to shoot her a note, she loves getting notes and responding to that. So we'll make sure that that's available. So Val, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on our program today. And before we end, I want you to give uh, some parting words and you can even talk about your brother. I know you said a little bit about it, but you can talk about your brother whom I love. So if you would give us some parting <laughs> words, please. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Dr. Bennett. You are a phenomenal w- woman of the Lord. And it has been my joy to share with you all on today. I have a brother who is just amazing to me. His name is Bishop Sedgwick Daniels, and he has given his heart uh, to the Church of God in Christ. And he is working to uh, extend the uh his, the the historical preservation of the church of god in christ the sp- level of spirituality that comes with believers that really trust god and so he is in the process of running for general board as many of you may know and and beyond and we want to support him and do everything that we can but diane i i in closing i will respond when individuals ask because i want to make sure that people have access to the answers, at least that I can give them um, within you know, my severe of influence and knowledge, because that's important to me. I had nobody there giving me some of the directions that I'm trying to give young entrepreneurs and I'm trying to give business leaders and ministry leaders. So therefore, we do have a responsibility. The legacy is not just to lie dormant. We have to take the mantle and run with it, the sacrifice that our uh, ancestors have made in order for us to have access to the things that we have today. It is a responsibility that we have to ensure that it continues. And my job, is to make sure I can do what I can to let the legacy live on and that we continue. So uh, happy Black History Month and every day Black History Day to you. And thank you for empowering people and sharing and giving us a great word. Thank you so much, Val. I tell you, I am just, I'm just in awe of everything that you shared. And I know that our listeners and our viewers will be as well. So guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, this is the first Friday of our Black History Month celebration. And as Val said, it's Black History Month every day. It's Black History. But our theme this month is making history is our ancestors' legacy. And we're doing that starting today. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Val. Love you, Dr. Bennett. Love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in and for supporting me. I don't take your support for granted. I am both grateful and humbled. Join us next week for another episode. And remember to subscribe and ask others to subscribe. Go to our website at commonsenseleadership.org for more detail. Thank you and have a great day.
This podcast and omni-channel experience is brought to you by the Walter Cates Foundation, the entertainment and telecommunication industry's leading national foundation dedicated to advocacy around diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we are proud to have them as our signature partner. We are very grateful for their generosity and for their support. To learn more, visit waltercates.org. Thank you for joining Common Sense Leadership Podcast with your host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Visit our website, commonsenseleadership.org for more details. See you next week.